the Culture Guy podcast. The first episode for the month of July of 2016. And today we're going to go back down to Southeast Asia. Where we will learn how to handle certain business challenges in an unorthodox way. I guess the title for this podcast kind of gave it away anyway. Welcome back to the Culture Guy podcast, first episode of July. Glad to have you back. Hope you enjoy the program. And before we go to talk to our guest, I would like to remind you, be on Facebook, be on Twitter, be on LinkedIn, be on all the social networks to get in touch with us. On Facebook, we have a page, The Culture Guy, where we post not only these episodes, but also articles on the blog of our company website, which is called The Culture Mastery. And there's another Facebook page for The Culture Mastery. So there's two of them, The Culture Guy and The Culture Mastery. Sounds complicated? It's not. And also follow us on Twitter at Hoeferle, which is H-O-E-F-E-R-L-E and also at Culture Mastery. And of course, check out the website, theculturemastery.com. That's the way you interact with us. There's ways for you to engage with us. And lately I've posted a couple of short video clips on the Facebook page of The Culture Guy just to talk about some current issues and things that I think are relevant for the field of crossing cultures. So back to Southeast Asia today, we have with us today Kyle Hegarty, who's been on this program before and Well, there's a couple of things we weren't able to cover on our first call, so I decided to have him back. So without further ado, listen, Kyle Haggerty has some interesting thoughts on how you solve a translation conundrum. And we're back with Kyle Haggerty down in Singapore. Kyle, the response uh, from our last podcast was quite was quite positive. I'm glad you're back. I'm glad we, we can um, have you share more of your experience um, being the marketing and digital marketing expert in, well, dare I say it, in Southeast Asia. We learned last time when we listened to you that it's not one market. It's actually a, a pool of different markets. I'm, I'm not going to say the Southeast Asian market, right? So it's Singapore, Thailand, Cambodia, Vietnam. What else? Uh, Philippines, Malaysia, Indonesia, and then there's there's a number of smaller ones. Uh, Myanmar has now popped up on the radar over the last few years. Oh, okay. And uh, you know, I, I had read an article that said that uh, they've got a hundred languages in Myanmar that they've uh, tracked, if not oh. more, maybe 150 or something. But oh my you know, it, it gets it, it's a lot of moving parts very quickly. 
Yeah, it's 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 almost it's almost as as diverse linguistically as 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 Papua New Guinea is, right? With with all their yeah. different tribal languages. So, how from a marketing and digital marketing perspective, how, how do you guys handle that if if you're entering the, these new territories? How do you get your uh, marketing copy up to speed? How how do you go about translating? Do you do that in house? Do you uh, do you work with external um, translation agencies? How, how do you get that done? Yes, uh, I'm going to say external translation agencies, but I'll, I'll explain why I say that in air quotes in a second. But um, I think one of the biggest obstacles and challenges, so digital marketing obviously is expanding all over the place, and and the and the need for good content is here. So there's a lot of now inbound marketing that's the, that's the new buzz, uh, whether that's social media, social marketing, all of these things. But the problem is, is that then of course you need good content. Um, well, here you need good content, but then you need it relevant in every single market. So you can write a, uh, a relevant piece here in Singapore, but it could have absolutely nothing to do with what's going on in, in Myanmar or, you know, or, or Bangkok or, or wherever you want to talk about it. And so, there's, again, you know, you, you've got to have a strategy in place as to what market are you going to focus on and then how are you going to expand in a smart way? Um, we do get people who would give us content and say, well, we need this translated in six languages a day. Mm. <laughs> and and uh, we, we've, had, we've had a couple of those challenges, uh, well, more than a couple, but uh, we had to, had to be creative about things. So you know, yeah, we, we would get these, these calls from frantic clients just saying, hey, we've got this deadline. Yeah, I heard, um, and I think you may have mentioned that in passing when we talked earlier, um, that you had a very interesting way to translate um, some of your material into yeah, Thai, yeah, so, right? Yeah, well, we um, we we basically had to put our heads together. We had uh, we had some interns um, who were actually brought over from the U.S. and we said, okay, guys, we need to go find some uh, Thai speakers right away. So we uh, gave them some cash and sent them to um, here in Singapore, a nice, nice, lovely establishment called Orchard Towers, which anybody who's been to Singapore will know is a, a uh, basically a large series of brothels. And uh, so we've we've, uh, we've we've yeah we've we've uh, we've, we've used uh, prostitutes from around the region to help us with some of the translation. And, and there are some um, some companies that <laughs> that uh, have to this day some of their material been translated. Is that so? Now, I think to me that sounds like, um, and I don't want to belittle um, um, that profession or, or, or make a, a value judgment over that profession, but it sounds like then the um, sex workers in Singapore are fairly well educated so that they're able to help you with the translation work. So it's First of all, it's, it, it, it surprises people that there are sex workers in Singapore. Singapore has such a reputation of being so clean-cut and rules-based and everything, but um, but they're, they're, that industry is, is here, and it's uh, legal and controlled, so it does exist. You get, you, know, you, get, um, you get people who do this kind of job uh, for a couple of years, and you know, I, I'm not going to put a judgment on it either, but it, it, it just happens, and, and there's a lot of them around, and um, 
yeah, you know, you can have some conversations. Our initial plan was to say to go talk to these women and say, right, do you have any, you know, brothers or sisters or somebody you're you're you're, you're busy, so you know, do you, do you know anybody? Yeah. <laughs> like it was more of a we were looking at it more from a referral, and some of these women just said, actually, yeah, I'll do it. And, they, the, the only obstacle that we had was that uh, they they were complaining because they could make more money doing doing what they normally do. But that was, yeah. Yeah, that, was that was the biggest pushback. So, <laughs> so, yeah, so you know, we 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 have to you have to kind of be quick and, and nimble and agile, and, and that's not usually the uh, the stories or the case studies that you come out in a in an official way. But that's the no. reality on the ground sometimes. I I can see a headline for your next blog post. Uh, translation work in Singapore competing with John's um, or something like that um, so um, which brings me to your to your uh, publication work I found you actually I found you this great not that you needed to be found but I, I stumbled uh, upon your work online um, and some of the blogs you've written mainly on LinkedIn so is that the best way for people to, to get in touch with you and to see what you're all about LinkedIn It is, you know, when it comes to the, the whole cross-cultural communication and helping companies expand into into these markets or grow, uh, we're, we've got a website, leadershipnomad.com. Mm-hmm. Um, I use LinkedIn as well, and so everything that I post usually starts through LinkedIn and, and then ends up um, on on that post and or on on the website, leadershipnomad.com, uh, and then goes goes elsewhere. So. Those are the two probably best ways to get in touch with me. Um, okay. I'm usually not that hard to, to find. I'm happy to chat. Happy to actually get some stories as well. You know, there's, yeah. uh, there's there's a lot of great great stories going on out here, uh, both, both both good and bad. Yeah, and I, I would really encourage you if you're listening to this uh, to to check out Kyle's um, articles on the LinkedIn blog. They are refreshingly different from many other things you will read in in this area. Um, it, it's very practical and and um, well, no BS, no no bells and whistles. Just get to the point. Um, and I really appreciate uh, your your insight and 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 your writing style. So I, I think it, it's it's a good. Uh, addition to to the conversation that we are all having in in the cross cultural field. Now, um, leadershipnomad.com. You said that that will be a new division or a new department within uh, within your company within TSL. Is is that correct? Yeah, it, mm. it's a working group within within TSL. So it's just from a legal entity standpoint, it just resides under TSL. Okay. Um, we're still doing the, the, the digital, the lead gen, the, the normal marketing. This thing, as I said, is just we're following the demand, and um, and we were our own. You know, I think I said last time. You know, we were our own real first clients, and, and um, we just found that 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 need was just so defined and growing here. That need specifically is how do you get management teams? How do you get your guys on the ground, working together, communicating? better without these major screw-ups that are costing just millions of dollars yeah and that's what leadership nomad will will provide you you'll you'll be providing leadership training across cultures correct exactly that's exactly right Uh, we're doing a lot of workshops a lot of public talks and um, uh, and more to come 
but uh, that's what we're focusing on right now. We want to get these groups together, get the leadership teams together, get them talking about the tough stuff, and do it in a little bit of more of a fun and, and uh, uh, challenging manner, shall we say. Nice, nice. It, it, it's work um, that's necessary, especially for Western organizations as they um, still struggle with um, the right way and the successful ways to do business in, in your corner of the world. Now, I would imagine um, you teach a lot from personal experience. As you said earlier, you you may be as well your, your best own client. Um, a, a lot of the stuff that we teach, and it's the same with my business, a lot of the stuff that we teach in our company is, is based on personal experience and, and and what we learned from it. So um, what, what were some of the, the major hiccups you ran into um, in the beginning? Um, well, I put a call center here in Singapore. Uh, that was a major hiccup. And, and the reason is, is that this is not a place, this is not a call center type of country or culture. Um, there's a reason why there's a lot of call centers in India and the Philippines and not here. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the, the, the culture here is not one where people are going to be overly comfortable or excited about picking up phones and calling strangers. Uh, it's just, it's just, it goes more towards that Confucian values of just being a little bit more reserved, right? Mm-hmm. If I'm going to paint with a very big brush here, but mm-hmm. um, that you don't get in the Philippines. You don't get that in India. They they're they're more outgoing from that standpoint and that's why that's why the business is there uh and so i would say a a major i I don't regret it but we put a a lot of people here in a uh quickly uh, in a country that was getting very expensive very quickly who have um, a history of having a a lot of challenges with it's a small place it's hard to find really good talent and it's hard to find good talent doing that type of what I needed, I needed sales hunters, mm-hmm. and this is not the place to do that. And I would say that was probably a, a major hiccup that we found, and, and we ended up really pivoting and moving uh, most of our operations, at least for ASEAN, into uh, into the Philippines. Interesting. Um, and any other any other uh, juicy stories uh, that you might be willing to share where you, and I already, where you really I screwed already, up? I, I already I already dropped the the prostitute story, so that already probably is going to get me in trouble with some of my clients. So I, I'm I'm a little bit uh I'm I'm nervous about talking to you. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm yeah, a, I, I'm I, a, I will, a trustworthy. I, I will say this. I mean, yeah, good. <laughs> you can just keep this between us. Oh, of course, we will. We will. We won't talk about this any longer. So, Carl, um, um, you're, if you if you were to give a, a new expatriate, somebody that is is coming to Singapore or other uh, Asia Southeast Asian markets uh, for the first time, what would be the the biggest advice or the the most important advice you would like to give that person? Uh, that's that is the the question. Um, I would I would force them to read Hofstede. Okay. I would say you know this is not a this is not the easiest book to get through. Some of his stuff is a little bit um, heavy. But oh, yes. Read up, learn your cultural dimensions, and mm-hmm. and that you know there's a reason why that is the foundation of so much of what I'm sure you know you guys and other companies that are involved in this are doing. It yes. all comes back to that stuff, and I think that I, I just think it puts things into a nice, 
category, a categorized way of thinking about some of these challenges, defining them in a way so that you can start addressing them piecemeal by piece. Okay. Uh, it's a very Western, it's a very Western answer, but mm -hmm. that's the answer to a Westerner. Exactly, and and this is something that was uh, has been a criticism of Holstead and other dimensional pioneers that it, it looks at the world through Western eyes. Um, however, for, however, for for a Westerner going into Asia, this may be exactly what they need to get started, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, I think we uh, when we talked last time, I mean, we kind of ended on that idea of um, of having to adjust, but. You know, you're not, I just had a client, I was talking with him today, he just said, you know, I don't want to give up on who I am, because this is, you know, I, he's like, I, I, I see how these differences are, but I don't want to, I don't want to change and be that guy, it's just not me, it's not yeah. real, yeah. and that's an important point to, to discuss and really think about, we're, I, I don't know, you know, I'm sure you're the same, it's, you know, you need to be sincere, you need to be yourself, you need to think about ways to adjust intelligently without without going overboard um, and and it's important you've got to get your team to adjust as well and hopefully there's that meeting point in the middle where it's not going to be perfect it's not going to always be pretty but if you can find those commonalities that middle that everybody can get a little bit of what they what they need out of it uh, but yeah the, 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 crit the criticisms are absolutely true uh, it's, this is a, these are western constructs trying to answer non-western challenges but yeah. that's a great starting point for a westerner so I'm, I'm answering that question based on you know what do you tell a westerner yeah exactly <laughs> so and and and, and i'm really grateful that you you stress the the authenticity part um you while we all need to adjust um and 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 know how to adjust and and, and at least try to close the gap sometimes um it doesn't help to deny who we are and 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 try to change our own behaviors which are really hard to change yep. anyway trying to find that middle ground finding the commonality that was beautifully said kyle thank you for that I, I, oh, you're welcome I'll, I'll, I'll stop talking then if that's, a, if that's <laughs> no that, that that's excellent <laughs> and and again for, for for those who are trying to find you leadership nomad.com is the name of the website and we will post that in the show notes and we will also you will also find some links to Kyle's blog articles that you can find on LinkedIn Kyle thank you so much for being available again um, good luck for you for the growth of leadership nomad and um, thank you for staying up late nights with me thank you not a problem thanks thanks for having me Kyle Hegarty. Well, now you know where to find semi-professional translators in Singapore. Make sure to check out uh, Kyle's blog posts on LinkedIn and on his website, Leadership Nomads. As I said, they're in the show notes. I'm linking to them. All you have to do is check them out.
And I said it in the beginning, I'm saying it again. Check out the Facebook page for The Culture Guy, where we do, where I do a little bit of video posting. Most of them are really short, three, four, five minutes tops, with some current topics you might enjoy. And I would engage you to engage with me. Um, send me emails, comment on those posts, suggest guests for this podcast. Maybe it's you. You didn't dare ask. Now I'm offering it to you. Send me an email to get started at theculturemastery.com. That's get started at theculturemastery.com. And if you want to be included in our upcoming webinar and the ensuing webinar series, I would really encourage you to go on the Culture Mastery website to leave your name and email so we can keep you in the loop and send you an invite to sign up for the webinar. So with this, this concludes the 1st July episode. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you tune in next time when we, well, I'm not going to give away who's the next guest. You'll find out. Just stay tuned. Be on the Facebook. Be on LinkedIn. Be on Twitter. And you'll hear about it. Talk to you next time. And as always, the Culture Guy will encourage you to trust your process. <laughs>